the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another episode of the Michelle Tafoya podcast. Today is 9-11 of 2023, 22 years to the day from the attack on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon, the, the attack on America, the attack on all of us, whether you are alive or not at that point, whether you were not even a twinkle in your father's eye, it was an attack on this country, which is an attack on all of us. And yet today, how are we celebrating? How are we remembering? Are we starting to forget. We can't do that. And that's the topic of my podcast today. That's coming up next. Now, it's time for some sanity. It's the Michelle Tafoya podcast. So it's 9-11, and I'm drinking out of my coffee cup from the 9-11 Memorial. Honor and remember. It was a really tough museum to walk through, particularly for my kids there were some things that weren't appropriate for them to see, but I wanted to make sure that they know. And, and one of the things that is startling to me is, well, it's still being remembered, 9-11, at the site of Ground Zero and at the site of the Pentagon and at the site where the third plane was brought down by a couple of brave guys. It's still being remembered in those spots, but how much are we remembering it throughout America? It was an attack on all of us. Not just the people who died, but they were innocent people who died. It sort of alarmed me today that I have some familiarity with the first name that you hear read every single year at Ground Zero. I'll get to that in a second. But first, let me just remind you that your skin is the part of you you've got to take care of. And so often we forget to do that. We don't give ourselves the kind of care that we need. Maybe we watch our diet, but we don't watch our skin. Well, I wonder how much your skin enjoyed this really hot summer. I mean, I, here's a, a gal from Rockford, Illinois. Her name is Ella. She said, I have both age and acne spots, and this stuff is actually fading both of them. This serum is worth every penny. Well, what is she talking about? She's raving about the dark spot corrector from Genucel. It's a must-have, especially after months of all the humidity and the heat that we were exposed to. We've got sunspots and brown spots, discoloration, even red inflamed patches. They all disappear in front of your eyes. And here's the Genucel Amazing Guarantee. You will receive, you'll see results day one or you'll get your money back. So take advantage of the Genucel Most Popular Package, which now includes the Dark Spot Corrector, plus the classic Genucel Bags and Puffiness Treatment and Immediate Effects, all at about 70% off. It's amazing. So you can try the best skincare in the world for yourself, completely risk-free. So Genucel has been in business for over 20 years, and they beat the competition in customer loyalty by a crazy 300%. That's how loyal the customers are. Why don't you join them? It's simple. Go to Genucel.com slash Michelle today. Start looking years, maybe even decades younger tomorrow. Genucel.com slash Michelle 
say goodbye to the dark and liver spots, bags and puffiness under the eyes, crow's feet at genucel.com slash Michelle, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Michelle with one L. You'll see results day one and you'll get compliments everywhere you go. That's also a guarantee. Genucel.com slash Michelle, genucel.com slash M-I-C-H-E-L-E. Every 9-11 is so important to so many people. I include myself among them. It, it was really a turning point in my life and made me want to talk more about things that matter in America than purely sports. Although I was happy to see on the Sunday night football game last night, the Cowboys and Giants, they were playing in New York and they were wearing caps for FDNY and NYPD. And I just love that remembrance, those heroes who went in at ground zero before anyone but this morning I was watching, you know, the, the, the names being read and I, I came in a little bit late, but one of the anchors, it happened to be Bill Hemmer on Fox News, said the first name mentioned every year at the World Trade Center site is Gordy Amath Jr. And I, I actually my, caught my breath, which is doesn't happen very often, because Gordy Amath Jr., went to the same school that my kids go to. And I went over there today before doing this podcast and I dropped some flowers. There is a memorial there, which we'll show you here. He's the stadium is named after him. And there is a piece of the world trade center tower on some stone and a memorial plaque for Gordy. What you see there too, is that there are only two, arrangements of flowers. I, I just dropped one and there was a second one and I wish there were more. And maybe if I go over there this afternoon, there will be more, not just for Gordy, not just for our community, but for the remembrance of what was an earth shattering day, not only in America, but across the globe, every country. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident, that was not your fault. Listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I, I remember seeing soccer games being played in Europe and players were crying. My brother lived overseas at the time in London and we connected via phone and we were both just in shock and people brought him. They knew he was an expat. They brought him, you know, casseroles and food and they put out their American flags around London in show of support. So this was an American thing. It was a worldwide thing. And it's very sad that here we are today with the Taliban back in power in Afghanistan because of a horribly executed exit by this president. And where is this president today? Now, I know he had the G20 over in India, 
then he made a conscious decision to stop and make a speech in Vietnam afterward. And if you saw that press conference, it was a, I don't know how to put a con, it was a mess. It was a disaster. It was embarrassing. This is on the world stage. And so that was a decision that the White House made. And so what did that mean? Now, they could have moved that press conference. They could have rescheduled the day to get him back to D.C. or New York on Air Force One in time for these memorials this morning. But he remained in flight when all of this was going on. The vice president was at ground zero. Good. Um, but he was on an air, he was on Air Force One. And he's going to speak in Alaska at some point today. Alaska. Alaska is one of the 50 states of the United States of America. They are Americans there. They felt it as much as anyone. But what significance does that have? Alaska. Not one of the three sites where the planes went down. Alaska. The New York Post headline is Biden spends 9-11 far from terrorist attack sites with Alaska trip as Harris visits Ground Zero instead. President Biden will spend September 11th far from the sites of the terrorist attacks that claimed the lives of 2,996 people 22 years ago, opting instead to send his vice president to the ceremony at Ground Zero. Vice President Kamala Harris stood between Governor Kathy Hochul and Mayor Eric Adams at a ceremony honoring the victims of the 2011 attacks in Lower Manhattan as Biden returned from Asia with plans to mark the tragedy at a military base in Alaska. Now, you're going to want to, some of you, jump to the president's defense and say, well, at least he's at a military base. At least he's on American soil. This is 9-11. And quite frankly, I think that we haven't continued to celebrate, not celebrate, commemorate Pearl Harbor Day the way that we should be, where we were attacked so viciously on American soil in Hawaii. Harris smiled during a lively conversation with Hochul and stayed for about an hour before catching her return flight to Washington as victim names continued to be read aloud by their relatives at the National September 11th Memorial Plaza. Um, yeah. The, I just, I think it's wrong. This is just me. And I know I'm not alone. I think it's wrong. 9-11 of 2001, as I said, was a day that changed the world. It certainly changed me. It had, it influenced a lot of people to enlist, including one Pat Tillman, who left a, a profitable NFL career to join the Green Beret. And sadly, he was killed by friendly fire. But ta Pat Tillman is memorialized uh, in, in Arizona in so many ways at the Cardinals facility, et cetera. <sighs> I don't know. I, it's going to be interesting to watch the Monday night football game tonight and what they do with this. It, the visuals of 9-11, they don't leave you. They're, we didn't know what was go going on initially. And, and I reached out on what used to be Twitter but is now X for people's remembrances of 9-11. I, I wanted to see what people – what what was seared in their memories. I, I've got my own, certainly, but so I, I put out a tweet and I said, you know, let's what do you remember about 9-11? Here's one gentleman who says, I remember driving to work and heard Rob Parker on the radio mention that an airplane had just hit one of the towers. 
I got to work and turn on the news just as the second tower was hit. My coworker could not process what was going on and asked if it was computer generated. That's an interesting statement because when I first turned on, I was watching the Today Show. I was sitting at my kitchen counter. My husband was en route to a couple miles, a couple hours north of us for a work trip. And I was writing thank you notes. And I looked up and I said, oh, this is so weird. It looks, I mean, I wonder if they're promoting a movie or this is special effects. It, se it, it seemed that impossible. That impossible. So I understand what that guy was saying. I was a construction foreman and bartender at night, but the time when a neighbor came out to say they hit the first tower shook me forever. After the second plane hit, I told everybody to go home to their families. And that's what a lot of people did that day. I remember going on with sort of going through the day. I was glued to the TV. Um, the following day, even anywhere you went, people were just hugging each other. What is ha what has happened? I was working as a flight attendant that day, and this woman wrote a, a story on her blog spot that explained what it was like to be a flight attendant that day. Almost all of us, she writes, over the age of 16, remember where we were, what we were doing, and who we were with when we heard about the terrorist attacks on New York and Washington, D.C. I was a flight attendant with America West Airlines, and I happened to have the day off. Less than two weeks earlier, I had moved and was living with my new roommate in a townhouse she owned. Uh, I don't know how long it was after my phone rang, but at some point afterwards, my roommate opened my bedroom door and woke me up by saying there's been a terrorist attack on U.S. soil. And it, it was so interesting that we all called one another. I called my brother in London, as I mentioned. I called my parents across the country and woke them up. One young woman tweeted me that 9-11 was her 10th birthday. Here's another guy who says on 9-11, I was 20 years old and I just started my first full-time job around 9.30ish. My boss was running back and forth to the break room. He had the news on TV. They were reporting the attacks. I'll never forget it. I heard my friend Guy Benson today say on television, if you're too young to remember, dive down the rabbit hole on YouTube. And it is a good idea. It's something that needs to be honored and remembered. Never forgotten, not not commemorated in Alaska. It needs to be something that we all feel unified about. And I'm sorry, Ilhan Omer, not people didn't just do something, as she said. Some people did this thing. I, it's one of the most insidious statements ever made about 9-11. People should go down that rabbit hole. Give yourself time. Instead of binging on Instagram or Snapchat or going to Netflix, go to YouTube. I don't usually promote them, but go to YouTube. Go look for things, visuals, pictures, remembrances. Go to the memorial site online, the 9-11 memorial online, and look at all of the things that you can see virtually. It's stunning, and it should never stop stunning us. It should never be forgotten ever. It's, it's that massive. It's that big. It's that important of an event in, in human history, let alone American history. And I'll say this and gosh, you hate on a day like this to get political, but unfortunately we have to 
because as we said, the Taliban is back in control of a lot of space, even more space than ever in Afghanistan. They, they got all our equipment over there too, because we left behind all of our equipment and weapons and even some of our translators. And so once again, women in Afghanistan are being denied the freedoms that America was trying to give them. Terrorists are crossing through the southern border and the northern border because the border policy of this White House is so misguided and so dangerous. If something happens again, we will look to that and ask, why in the hell were we so short-sighted? As it was put to me earlier today, there are massive amounts of money in the TSA, when you go to the airport to keep you from bringing a bottle of water through. But down at the southern border, you can basically walk across without any kind of vetting. And that puts our country at real risk. So the border issue goes beyond immigration. It goes to national security. It goes to fentanyl. It goes through the cartels having so much power and money. And we're just letting all these people in. And thank God some of them are being caught. But as we know, it doesn't take many to cause utter catastrophe, devastation, and tragedy. Which is what we saw on 9-11 of 2001. Please Go do some homework. Please take a minute to remember. Please just spend five minutes. Just five. Because there are people who decided on that day that jumping out of a building was a better idea than staying inside where they were going to be incinerated. And there were heroes on that day who decided to run into the building and save others. And gave up their lives. And there are people who have survived it all without their dads, without their husbands, without their wives, without their daughters and sons, without their parents. Because of that day. It's had a massive ripple effect. And if it doesn't impact you, please find a way to learn a little bit more. Because I think that's all it would take to impact you. Just learn a little more. One of the ways that we came together was through sports. I mean, there is the moment where George W. Bush, who was then the president of the United States, threw out the first pitch at a Yankees game. And he just, he always describes how nervous he was going out there. He just wanted to get it over the plate and boy, did he ever. And it really didn't matter if you were a Republican or Democrat or independent, you cheered in that moment because we were coming together. I get goosebumps thinking about it. I was fortunate enough to cover the first Monday night football game after 9-11. It was in Green Bay. I only remember a few things about it. I know that Al Michaels was up in the booth with John Madden. This was before I was doing Monday night football as a sideline reporter. I was covering it for Monday night countdown for ESPN. And I was down on the field and they had given everyone in the stadium little flags and before the telecast started, so no one saw this unless you were in the stadium. They didn't see this on TV. Everyone with those flags, 
Uh, they played Lee Greenwood's Proud to be an American. Everyone held up their American flag. And my producer and I were fighting tears as we left the field, looking at this goosebumps. We're having to go back up to the press box. It was so hard to leave the field. All I wanted to do was stay and watch and absorb that moment. And every national anthem that particular season meant something so, so powerful, so special. I want to thank John Berg for finding all these images you're seeing while I'm talking here. That's what's really important. Less than my words are the images. So I always end by saying, be brave and do good. I want to thank all the people who were brave, people who said, I'm going to get into this fight, people who joined the military because of 9-11, and all the people who do good every day to help the survivors, to remember the survivors, all the good people at the 9-11 Memorial Museum. When you go to New York, that should be one of the first things on your list to see. Yes, it's sad. Yes, it's hard. It's difficult. But that's part of life, is absorbing difficult things. So be brave and do good and take a moment today. And we'll see you next time. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.